0: shout out to my doers, go-getters, and get-dunners. This is The Cusp Podcast, serving up inspiration and motivation. One quote, one story, and one cup at a time. What's up, guys? Hope you are all doing well. I'm excited to kick things off, but first, I want to send y'all some quick thanks and gratitude for committing to the Cups and tuning in for another season. Without you, the cups would be nothing but an empty soapbox. So please, if you find some sort of value from what I'm saying, like the podcast, share the podcast, and let's continue to grow this thing into something great. With that being said, cheers up to the cups, and let's hop into it. Now, it's safe to say that 2020 has been a freaking year for the history books, and specifically not in a good way. I mean, from the tragic passing of one of the GOATs, Kobe Bryant, to kick off 2020, to the current pandemic, and then you throw in political issues and racial tension, and you have yourself a massive storm of events. No longer are sides black and white. I'm seeing a whole lot of gray folks, which is why I wanted to come on here and ask you the simple question, Where do you stand? You see, we have a lot of people out there I like to call fence-sitters. And I believe we have a surplus of fence-sitters because we have become more concerned with pleasing the majority than actualizing truths. The fear of hurting someone's feelings or not being politically correct is more popular than having an opinion for ourselves. Now, in this time of uncertainty and tension is when we need to be rooted in ourselves the most. Which is why I ask you once again, where do you stand? When you're a fence sitter, you can appease both sides, but there's no foundation. I mean, I'd much rather chop it up with someone who passionately opposes my own ideas than someone who is lukewarm in their beliefs. It's so easy to take a side When you don't have a side of your own. Now I'm going to repeat that. It's so easy to take a side when you don't have a side of your own. You see, without roots, we cannot grow. And one of the fastest routes toward mediocrity is adopting the opinions of others because you fear to have your own. I want you to think about your social circles, I want you to think about the media you have been consuming the conversations that you're witnessing. Can you define the line, so to speak? And what I mean is, are you discerning between what you see and hear and comparing it to what you internally believe? With the time we have, we're going to discuss two contradicting ideas we all should practice. One is forming a firm opinions of our own while also being open to new ones. Now, Some of you may be saying, what's the point in trying to have your own ideas but still be open to others? I mean, doesn't that defeat the purpose and make you a fence-sitter as well? Not quite. You see, while a fence-sitter tends to simply go with the flow of whatever the majority is saying, someone who is actively acknowledging someone else's opinion while still holding on to their own enters a state of learning and understanding instead of passivism. There is a conversation to be had, ideas to explore, and beliefs that can be tested. But first, in order to get there, we must unshackle any anchors that stop us from belief forming. I believe the easiest way to do that is to make your first conversation with the person you should trust the most, yourself. Start by asking yourself this simple yet deep question. What do I believe in and why? List at least five different topics to begin with. This can range from more impactful ideas like religious beliefs, political parties, your career paths, to more lighthearted choices such as sports teams or your taste in music. Having this internal conversation will bring to light what is most important to you and the source to where it comes from. Are you a Catholic? Because you recall going to Mass every Sunday and it's just what you do? Or do you believe because of personal reasons and signs you have seen from God? Do you swing left or right in politics because of how your specific state and family votes? Or do you vote based on the leaders who appeal to ideas you confirmed and formed from your own experiences? The more we audit our beliefs and philosophy, the more rooted we become. encourage you to take some time to even pause this podcast right now to ask yourself similar questions. Now, this internal dialogue may need to happen a few times before you have established enough confidence to share it with others. But that's why I'm stressing this the most. Some of your beliefs may be subconscious tendencies you picked up during your childhood, or through specific experiences. You might not fully understand exactly where each one came from, but you can determine the impact it has made on your life choices and the outcomes. Once you have a grasp on this exercise, now it's time for the hard part. I believe musician Charles Wright said it best in his song Express Yourself. And if you don't know who Charles Wright is, well, look him up. But self-expression allows us to display who we are, what we believe in, and why to the public. This is both a lucrative as well as a dangerous game and produces both good and bad outcomes. Regardless of that, I believe it is essential in our growth to be the best version of ourselves. This is our way to field test how strong our conviction truly is. And when we expose ourselves to others, whether we like it or not, are openly accepting anything we receive back. The reason we have so many fence-sitters is because when you have your own opinion that may contradict the majority, you may be met with criticism, persecution, and any element that have the potential to damage one's ego or make you feel insecure. Humans are social and emotional creatures. Sometimes our sense to belong outweighs our desire to speak up. But how do we overcome this hurdle? By being gentle and being humble. You are going to have to rip that band-aid off and get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Especially when it comes to interacting with someone who doesn't see things the way you see them. No, this doesn't mean sharing how you feel about anything and everything with everyone you encounter. But when you are given the chance to demonstrate how you feel about a topic... Approach it gently and with humility. Suppose you say something I don't like or just flat out disagree with. I'm not going to shoot your idea down completely, and I'm not going to bottle up my own for your sake. Instead, the best approach is to set up the environment for open, unjudged conversation. I would ask for more understanding through a few questions. They may sound something like, That's interesting. Why do you feel that way? Or, you must have had some sort of experience that has brought you to this idea. My words are inviting. These aren't words of conflict but phrases of mutual understanding. I want us to be less concerned about winning a debate as we are to creating opportunities to see both sides. And then we introduced a little humility which opens up the opportunity to create new ideas for ourselves. Listen. I don't care how solid you think your personal beliefs are. We all can use some tweaking simply because there is so much information out there. That's where the humility factor comes into play. There's an old saying that quotes, The more I learn, the more I realize how much I don't know. Albert Einstein. Or my favorite version, The more you know, you begin to know that you don't know. Leave room for learning from every conversation every experience, every new lesson. When we do this, we are less insecure about what people think and more concerned about growing our roots. And when our opinions change, humility will allow us to accept the new information and reform the ideas and beliefs we have established. How many of you can agree that there are some things we believed when we were 10 that changed as we grew older? And guess what? More than likely, in the next 10 years, your perceptions will be altered again. Embrace it. Appreciate it. And be thankful for that is a sign that you are growing your understanding. I'm not here to tell you what are good and bad ways of thinking. Unless it is thoughts of hatred. Now that is bad. (laughs) But I think you get the point. Without the diversity of ideas and the ability to exchange information... We would never truly bloom. But when we take the time to overcome our insecurities around self-expression, forming our own opinions, and being open to others, that is when we begin to move towards our fullest potential. If there is one thing I can share with you to grow your knowledge, it is that 2020 has taught me to be available in any and every situation. It's been a rocky year, but I encourage you to root yourself and maintain a foundation you can be proud of. So when the next time you ask, where do I stand? You will know exactly how to respond. This has been the Cups. Peace. The Cuffs Podcast is written and created by Justin Davis, accompanied with music and production by Joey Bancardi. Connect with us on Facebook and Instagram for new episodes along with other updates and giveaways at The Underscore Cuffs.